Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Hi, caregivers. This is Carol Howell with Let's Talk Dementia. I hope you're having a great day. I hope your caregiving journey has made you smile. Check us out at letstalkdementia.org. You will find all our resources there. If you're having a particularly difficult time or you have a question, maybe a story, or you just need somebody to talk to about your caregiving journey, I would be glad to be there for you. If you go to our website or when you go to our website, Let's Talk Dementia, and you click on calendar events. You can pick a date and a time that work for you for this meeting. Click on it, follow those directions, and I'll call you, and it will cost you absolutely nothing, and I'd be happy to hear from you. The following episode was recorded as I spoke to the Rock Hill Civitan Group in Rock Hill, South Carolina, via a Zoom meeting. We are still quarantined, and we're not all of us getting together anywhere, are we? But they had their meeting, and um, my husband and I had been Civitan members when we were in Rock Hill, so it was good to be able to meet with these folks virtually. I presented to them what I call the three R's of our new normal. And I hope you enjoy this episode of Let's Talk Dementia, and I hope it speaks to you in your caregiving journey. Today, I wanted, or tonight rather, I wanted to um, bring a little message of hope to you and encouragement, and I call this the three R's of our new normal. Now, you know I'm a church-going person, and every good preacher has bulleted points, one, two, or three. If they've got more than three, Make sure you don't doze off, because after about the fourth one, we start losing people, don't we? (laughs) Well, Michael and I are glad to be here. We are enjoying living in Florida. So we are in Estero, Florida, which puts us about 30 minutes from Naples, Florida. Few people have heard of Estero, but most people have heard of Naples. And um, we are very excited for all the sunshine that we get. It is sunshiny here almost every day. If we have a day that is um, a little bit on the cool side, they call it winter, and it lasts for maybe two days. So I'm good with that. And it means I can go to the swimming pool in my neighborhood every day. My swimming pool is 150 footsteps from my front door, so that's pretty nice. I love that. And then this quarantine came, and they closed my pool. They did not ask my permission. They closed my pool. I was like, what? What is a girl supposed to do to keep sane? And y'all know, you've been around me enough to know, I need things to help me stay sane. It doesn't just happen normally. So I started riding my bike. Um, Because of Charlotte, I bought a recumbent trike, which she has one, you know. And you sit down and you pedal like this rather than upside down. And it has this really not upside down. You don't pedal upside down ever, do you? You pedal in and out instead of up and down. And it has this really large saddle for my really long, well, no, I'm not going to go there. Um, But it fits my body better than a particular seat on most bikes. So I'm thankful for that. So literally, I'm riding about 10 or 11 miles every morning and just love being outside. And I see deer and I see alligators and I see lots of nature. Things that we've seen a few things, we don't even know what they are. So it's it's interesting. 
But in the process of the move, Michael and I became really busy, as you can imagine. We had owned our house for a year before we moved, but there was still so much to do when we moved here permanently, combining our Rock Hill house with our, our Florida house. We were busy adapting to this new life that we had started. Everything, everything was new and different. And on top of all that, Michael took a job at our church, and I had to adapt to him not working with me in Let's Talk Dementia. I had to travel alone. I had to fly alone. I had to speak without my support person. And I had no one to drive me to appointments while I slept, which was perfect. He could drive and I could sleep. And I don't have that anymore. Things were going along pretty well, and I felt kind of strange about it. Because, you see, my mama died May 31st of last year. And I started realizing I was really not grieving a lot. I attributed that to several things. One, my goal had always been when I went through that caregiving journey with my mama, when I got to the other side, I would know that I had done everything for my mama I could do. And I do know that. And that's the goal for my clients when I work with them. And I attribute it to the, the Lord taking care of me and helping me through a tough time. But then January hit. And January was hard. It was very hard for me. I became very aware that life was different. Because, see, my mama was my best friend. I called my mama three times a day. And I would tell her things like, Mama, guess what I did today? And she'd go, What'd you do, Pookie? And I would tell her. Or I'd call her and go, Mama, I tell you what, let's you and I go do this. And she'd go, okay, let's go. Or I'd call her and say, Mama, how do you do this? And she would tell me. Or sometimes I just called her for nothing. But I couldn't do that anymore. I realized Mama was not going to show up at my door bringing me a sonic cherry limeade with extra cherries. She was not going to hug me and tell me how much she loved me. She was not going to buy me a new shirt every time she bought herself a new shirt. My grief hit, and it hit really hard. I found myself in what I have now termed the wilderness. You know, in the scriptures, the wilderness lasted 40 years. And I'm like, okay, God, I ain't got 40 years left. I can't stay in the wilderness that long. You know, when Jesus went into the wilderness, he, he went into the Garden of Gethsemane. He did two very important things when he went into that garden. Number one, he prayed. Number two, he left. He did not stay there. As a result of learning this from a message our pastor preached, I became very aware that my prayer life needed to be stronger, and I needed to work towards leaving the wilderness. And I knew that was not going to be easy. In that process of living in the wilderness, I've come to think about the three R's of living in the wilderness. And now that we're quarantined, I sort of think we are living in a similar kind of wilderness. All of us are. We are grieving to one degree or the other. The loss of normalcy of what has been normal is gone, and we're grieving to some degree. So we're going to call this the three R's of our new normal. Now for you teachers, it's not reading, writing, and arithmetic. Sorry, I've changed it. The first <laughs> R is rest. This time of wilderness was a time to rest. I needed to rest my mind, my thoughts, my emotions, my body. I needed to rest. If you've spent much time around me, you might guess I'm not so good at that. 
I'm a type A personality that wants to get it done. Michael and Charlotte can vouch for that. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Get it done. Do the hardest things first so you've got it done. That's my motto. Even when I'm sitting in our living room in my recliner, I rock back and forth and back and forth, and I drive my craze, myself crazy rather than just sitting and being still. Mm-hmm. Scripture tells us, be still and know that I am God. It's in that being still we start recognizing that he is God. So I learned I needed to rest. I discovered it was quite okay to take an afternoon nap. Yay! It was okay to sleep late. It was okay to go to bed early. It was just okay. The second R stands for remember. I needed to remember the times when I felt low, when nothing was right, when my world had been turned upside down. I needed to remember. I needed to think about those times. I needed to remember how painful and tough the times were, certainly. But what I really needed to remember was that God brought me through those times. He brought us, our family, through those times. I want to tell you a story about one of those times that some of you know, maybe all of you, I don't think so. But in 1992, Michael sustained a closed head injury at work. He fell, hit his head, and was in the emergency room. I got the phone call early that morning telling me that I needed to come to the emergency room, that Michael had been in an accident and I needed to come right away. Now, I did not know what kind of accident. I didn't know anything about his condition. That was all I knew. It was the last day of kindergarten for Brandy. She was at McFeet Laboratory Schools. She had on her bathing suit because it was water day at McFeet. And she looked at me, she said, are you okay? And I said, Brandy, Daddy's been in an accident. I've got to go to the hospital. And she said, Mama, we need to pray. And she took my hand and knelt with me, led me and knelt with me beside the bed while we prayed for Daddy. That's a beautiful thing to remember. When you look back on your life and you think that was one of the lowest points that I can remember, and how she lifted it up for me in prayer. When I got to the hospital, Michael did not know who I was. He did not recognize me. Within just probably 15, 20 minutes, he did recognize me, and I was so glad. But he did not know how long we'd been married. He did not remember having a child. He did not remember moving from being an engineer with IBM to being a programmer. He did not remember us selling our house and moving to a new one. He did not know what kind of car he drove. And when I got him home, he didn't know where his toothpaste was or the coffee cups. Everything was different for him. And he sat down in his chair and a cat jumped on his lap. And he thought that he had a dog. Where did the cat come from? Life was hard. But, you know, during this time, I learned something. I learned a saying that has stuck in my brain very strong. Dr. Sanford at Westminster used this phrase quite a lot, and it's, God is God. God is good. God always knows and does what is best for his children. Do I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. Is that still true, y'all? In the face of quarantine, is that still true? Yes, it is. Well, we moved forward in getting treatment and therapy for Michael. He was in therapy for a year and a half, eight hours a day, five days a week. 
a lot happen. Statistically, when you experience a closed head injury, something like 97% of marriages end. Ours got stronger. Brandy knew she was loved, she grew, life went on, and we came through it. You have to take time to remember. So the first R was rest, and the second R is remember. The last R in my three R's is rejoicing. We like that. Scripture says weeping may come at night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. But you know, it's hard to find joy when your husband's lying in the emergency room not remembering you or his child. It's hard to find joy when you're standing by your mother's bed and she takes her last breath. Scripture also says, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. How could I find a way to rejoice? You see, it did not say, This is a happy day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice. Or this is a fantastic day the Lord has made. We will rejoice. This is, I won the lottery day. Let's rejoice. No, it just said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Any old average Tuesday is the day. It made no difference. Rejoice. As I tried in the midst of my pain to rejoice, I started finding myself leaving the wilderness a little bit every day. I could feel that there were times that I didn't feel quite so lonely, quite so deep in my pain. I realized I was healing. I started counting my blessings. You know, the song says, When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. So as you go through this time of quarantine and COVID-19, I hope you remember the three R's. They're rest, remember, and rejoice. What do you really need to remember? You really need to remember the God of the mountain is the God in the valley. But if we never had valley experiences, we would not appreciate the beauty of the mountaintop, would we? My favorite Bible verse I'll leave with you, Romans 8.28 says, For we know, not for we think or we hope, or possibly this could be true, but for we know that all things work together for good. Whoa, wait a minute. Does that include quarantine? Yeah. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, for those who are the called according to his purpose. So remember, you guys, Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself smart. Keep doing God's work while you're safe and you're smart. Keep yourself healthy because there's still work to be done in the future. So you got to be smart now in how you reach out to others so that in the future, Rock Hill Civitan can keep being the hands and feet of the Lord. Blessings and smiles. Let's Talk Dementia would like to thank our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families. You can reach them at 800-352-2919 on the internet at www.navf.org. They speak veterans so you don't have to. And you tell them Carol sent you when you call to inquire about benefits for the veteran, the spouse of the veteran, or both. 
Editor Beth. You can find Ms. Beth Crosby at EditorBeth.com. She is amazing at looking at what you've written and making sure it represents you well. Find her at www.EditorBeth.com. And HD Imports, located on Flint Street Extension in Rock Hill, South Carolina. That's York County. 803-985-0985. They are there for the the repair and maintenance of your Honda, Hyundai, Toyota, Kia. Tell them Carol sent you. Thanks for joining us today for Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia. To learn more about dementia, we recommend Carol's best-selling book, also titled Let's Talk Dementia. It's available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle versions. Be sure to like Let's Talk Dementia on Facebook and leave us a kind word of review on iTunes. Remember, knowledge brings power. Power brings hope. Hope brings smiles. And we all need more smiles. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be right here when you come back to Let's Talk Dementia.